Hello everyone and welcome to the Sagra Sands podcast where I give my Sagra Sands about anything and everything stand-up paddleboarding as well as personal lifestyle. Happy New Year's guys! It's the first episode that I'm filming in the New Year's and it's super fun and it's super crazy also. I can't believe it's 2024. Even though it's only the third day of 2024, I've been consistent with my New Year's resolutions which is really good. Uh, I started the 75 hard, which is an internet challenge. You basically do a certain amount of things for 75 days. It's everything from workouts, reading, drinking water, all that stuff. So it's fun to work on that because it also keeps me disciplined. And also I'm doing a dopamine detox this first week. I'm not using my phone at all. I'm relying solely on my computer to communicate, but I'm not using Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. I'm not listening to music. I'm not watching any shows. A complete total dopamine detox. I'm going to talk about that in a different episode and maybe a bonus episode which I want to talk about that. I would really like to start making bonus episodes where I just post them randomly. They're topics but they aren't worth an entire episode to talk about so I'd love to make bonus episodes where they're like five ten minutes and I can just talk about stuff. But anyways that is all for my little personal catch-up. I want to talk about the topic of this video or this podcast I should say. I'm actually really really excited to be talking about this today because I love this topic. What we're going to do today is that we're going to analyze and evaluate our New Year's resolutions and our goals through the book Atomic Habits. I don't know if you've experienced this but for me definitely and I'm assuming a lot of people we set goals for ourselves in the New Year's and we try to commit to them and we end up flopping like one or two weeks into the New Year's and we never actually complete the goals that we were hoping for. And a lot of times that's because we don't have systems in place to achieve these goals. So we're gonna ask ourselves five questions and our answer to these questions will determine how prepared we are to achieve our 2024 goals. In this episode, I hope to go into depth with all these five questions as well as additional stuff to help you achieve your goals so that we can all do our best in this New Year's and we can actually achieve our goals and feel happy and proud of ourselves. So all the information that I'm going to be talking about in this episode is actually from the book Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits is a book written by James Clear and is basically about forming good habits and how to maintain them. Here it is right here for those who are watching the visual version. I feel like this is talked about so much or at least I hear about it a lot. If you haven't heard about it, you're living under a rock. And if you have heard about it but haven't read it yet, what are you doing? Make it a goal to read this book. Oh my goodness, it has changed my life. So in this episode, I'll be talking about methods taught in this book. I'm also going to talk about different quotes to kind of get my idea across. And also if you want to follow along, maybe make some notes, pull out a piece of paper and a pencil and jot down stuff that you've learned or brainstorm or whatever you want to do to help yourself get this information down because it is really important information. Okay, let's ask ourselves these five questions. Question one is, is your current identity aligned with achieving your goal? Are you as a person in the right mentality to achieve the goal that you have set for yourself? Question number two is before making your goal, did you analyze your strengths and weaknesses? You may have set a goal, but is that goal tackling one of your weaknesses? Or if it isn't, did you set additional goals to tackle your weaknesses? Question number three is that did you create an actual system to achieve your goal? I know we can always create these really big goals, but did we actually create a way to achieve that? Did we write it out? Did we explain 
explain it to ourselves. Number four is, are you attempting to achieve this goal with an all or nothing mentality? And number five, is your environment designed to help you achieve this goal? Is your room, your house, your equipment in good places to allow yourself to achieve this goal? Now, some of these questions might be a little bit confusing, which is why I'm going to go into depth in every single one. So let's talk about the first question, which is, is your current identity aligned with achieving your goal? So what this means is that I want you to evaluate yourself, evaluate the person that you currently are, and if that person could achieve your goal. Now you could say yes, no, maybe, but either way, I want you to do this little exercise. I want you to create a brand new identity. And what that means is one, decide the type of person you want to be. And that will mean like, oh, I wanna be the type of person to wake up early. I wanna be the type of person to go paddle in the morning. I wanna be the type of person to spend an hour in the gym. Anything that you wanna do, I want you to decide that you wanna be the person that will do those things. And number two is that I want you to prove it to yourself. There's a difference between deciding who you wanna be and actually implementing it. So every time you wanna do something, you gotta to think to yourself, hmm, does my identity align with what I'm about to do? So if you wanna be a person that wakes up early in the morning, you could think to yourself, hmm, does a person that wakes up early in the morning stay up till 12 or one watching YouTube videos? Or if you wanna be a pro paddler, does a pro paddler eat this type of food? Does a pro paddler decide that they're not gonna go train because they don't feel like it? Think to yourself how this person with your new identity would react to situations and instances and act towards what will be a more aligned with your new identity. Okay, that was question number one. Now let's go on to question number two, which is before making your goal, did you analyze your strengths and weaknesses? So for example, if you had set a goal, which was like get better at paddling, what does that actually mean? Get better at paddling. What do you need to work on to get better at paddling? Make sure you make a list of things that you're struggling with in order to tackle those things so you can become a better paddler. I always like doing this. You can write down your strengths and weaknesses and every once in a while you can reflect and reanalyze what you wrote to kind of tackle new things. So a few examples, if you realize that your endurance is bad, you can start running or doing more long distance paddling. If you're struggling with turns, you can incorporate more drills at the end of your paddle sessions. And again, every once in a while, reevaluate your weaknesses and your strengths so that you can tackle your weaknesses in real time. Okay, number three is, did you create a system to achieve your goal? Goals are basically what you wanna reach, but systems are how you get to that goal. And so essentially goals are pretty much hollow and unattainable if you do not have a system in place to achieve them. So what you wanna do is that you wanna work backwards from your goal and essentially write down what you have to do to achieve it. This could be, oh, I wanna improve in long distance paddling, so I have to train two to three weeks at a certain distance to be able to improve in my long distance paddling. Or you could commit to a training regimen that's geared towards your goal. Everyone can have the exact same New Year's resolutions. It's just how you implement your system that you will actually achieve a different outcome than your peers. We have a very first quote of the book that I'm going to say, and it is goals are good for setting a direction, but systems are best for making progress. You can't have a goal without a system or a system without a goal. They both work together and you can't have one without the other. So creating a good goal as well as a good system will allow yourself to have the best outcome. Another thing about your goals is to not let it negatively affect your happiness. A lot of us tend to not allow ourselves to be happy until we achieve our goals. And what happens is that we end up just in a state of sadness and we become unmotivated simply because we did not allow ourselves to be happy during 
the process of achieving our goal. So what you wanna do is that you want to eliminate that thought process and instead find happiness working towards your goal. Allow yourself to be happy with the small achievements. We have another quote from the book, which is when you fall in love with the process rather than the product, you don't have to wait to give yourself permission to be happy. You can be satisfied anytime your system is running. As long as you are improving and you are going towards your goal, whether that be fast-paced or slow-paced, be happy with yourself and proud of yourself that you are actually going towards that goal rather than not achieving your goal at all. Okay, question number four is, are you going into this goal with an all or nothing mentality? A lot of times we expect to start our New Year's resolutions with 100% effort, and that is incredibly unrealistic. I talked about that in another episode that I did, where if you start at 100%, you are going to burn out really quick. So what you have to do is that you have to slowly build up so that you can maintain the level that you want to perform at. So I want you to understand and tell yourself that no matter what, as long as you show up for an activity or a workout or a training session, it is better than not showing up at all. You can't not show up for a training session and then act like the world is over and you can no longer achieve your goal. Or even if your training session was bad, you cannot convince yourself that you're never going to achieve your goal and that it's not going to be good. I used to do that. I used to have a really bad training session and be like, oh my God, like I'm not getting better. When it was just one day and I probably had a really good training session the next day. But anyways, I have a few quotes to tell you uh, in regards to this topic. The first quote is, bad workouts are often the most important ones. Sluggish days and bad workouts maintain the compound gains you accrued from previous good days. Simply doing something, 10 squats, five sprints, a push-up, anything really is huge. So even if it was like an incredibly light training session, you are still maintaining the effort and the strength and the discipline that you have built up in your past training sessions. The second quote is, it's not always about what happens during the workout. It's about being the type of person who doesn't miss workouts. It's easy to train when you feel good, but it's crucial to show up when you don't feel like it, even if you do less than you hope. Going to the gym for five minutes may not improve your performance, but it reaffirms your identity. And that goes back to creating your identity. Are you the type of person that will not go to the gym because they don't think they'll be good enough? Are you the type of person that will not go to the gym because you think that you won't be able to lift as much as you would because you're sore or you're tired? Or are you the type of person that no matter what, you're going to go there and you're going to try your best and it doesn't matter if you do good or not, as long as you're there and you're working hard, you will feel satisfied. This also ties into a method talked about in the book called aggregation of marginal gains. And that is a tiny margin of improvement in everything you do. You've probably heard about this. And that is where no matter what, as long as you improve by 1% every day and you are consistent with what you're trying to do, it'll build up and you will achieve your goal. I know I'm doing so many quotes, but I have a few more quotes. I have two quotes for this section and then one more quote and then we're done with quotes. So the first quote states that the effects of your habits multiply as you repeat them. They seem to make a little difference on any given day and yet the impact they deliver over the months and years can be enormous. So working on your habits day to day in a short amount of time may not show anything, but it's when you add those up over months or years that you will see improvement. And the second quote is, you should be far more concerned with your current trajectory than your current results. Don't bring yourself down if you are not achieving your goal as quick as you should, as long as you are working towards it and you are staying disciplined and committed to achieving that goal. That's really all that matters. That is showing yourself and everyone around you that you are more committed 
it to achieving your goal, even if you haven't reached it yet. Okay, question number five and last question is, is your environment designed to achieve your goal? This is the last quote that I'll be bringing up and we're gonna start this question with it. This is a long one, but it'll make you think. The quote is, Environment design is powerful, not only because it influences how we engage with the world, but also because we rarely do it. Most people live in a world others have created for them, but you can alter the spaces where you live and work to increase your exposure to positive cues and reduce your exposure to negative ones. Environment design allows you to take back control and become the architect of your life. Be the designer of your world and not merely the consumer of it. That is a very interesting and deep quote and it really makes you think. And that is, is your environment fit for yourself or is it fit for other people or how you think it's supposed to be? So we're gonna go into this a little bit. And so a big thing when it comes to achieving your habits in regards to your environment is that habits are created by cues and cues need to stand out. So this can be if your goal is to try out new equipment, lay the equipment out so that you can see it so that when you're getting ready, you know to grab it. Another example, if you are taking supplements, but it is new to you, so you're not super aware and forget that you have to take them every day, put the supplements out to where you can see them and they are very, very obvious so that you don't forget to take them. And exact same thing, if you are trying to eat healthier, put the healthy foods in an obvious space so that you are more likely to grab it. What you wanna do is essentially create a path with the least resistance. If we have resistance in achieving our goals, we are less likely to achieve them. If our yoga mat is located in the closet or on a high shelf, we are very unlikely to take it out and work on mobility. If we are tired and exhausted, but we're trying to eat healthy, we are unlikely to eat a healthy meal if it is not pre-made. Or if your training clothes are in a mess and just super unorganized, you are unlikely to pick workout clothes out to then go train or go to the gym. So when our environment changes and we make it to where it suits us, we are more likely to succeed in our goals. Okay, so now that we've analyzed all these five questions, I hope you've been able to answer them. And depending on how you've answered, I hope you've found a way to rethink your goals so that you can actually achieve them. And now I'm going to give you a little extra little extra information to maybe help you achieve them, especially if you're struggling with it. So a big thing that I talked about in the book is a thing called habit stacking. And that is essentially connecting a new habit with a habit that you already do. So pick a habit that you already do and that you do it consistently and that you don't forget about it and add a brand new habit to it. One that you are trying to work on, one that you are trying to implement more in your life. And so what happens is that if you are constantly working on this habit that you've already done, it'll be a reminder and a place and time to do this new habit. And that can be if you're wanting to work on beach starts and turns, you can do it after your training session. You're already at the beach, you're already on the water, might as well practice a little bit. If you always make a protein shake or a smoothie in the morning, make sure to add your creatine or add any of the supplements that you are trying to add into your diet. Or if you're always putting your board away, right? Cause you're always putting your board away after you train and you're trying to take care more of your equipment, 
make sure you rinse it off. And if you're struggling to run, for example, put on a fun podcast that you really like while you're running so so that running is now associated with a fun podcast. And that goes into another method talked in this book called motivation ritual. And that is pretty much associating your habits with something that you enjoy. So that can be using the same up hype music before a comp or exercise to hype yourself up and to motivate you and put you in the mindset. Or you can have a proper warm up where you do the exact same thing every time and no matter what, you don't change it. And you do it preparing for exercise and preparing for a competition. So either way, you are in the same mindset and you feel good no matter what. And it also creates reassurance, like, oh, I'm doing this warm up before my competition and I always do it before I exercise and I always do really good during my exercises. So I'm gonna do really good at my competition. And the last thing is tracking your goals. It creates a really good incentive to continue and you see your improvement and you see how many times you do certain things. So yeah, I think that is it. I think that is all that I want to talk about in this episode. This episode was really, really fun to organize and create the outline for. In the visual version, if you can look it at the screen, you can see in this book how much I have annotated. And so essentially for this episode, I went through this entire book, through all of my annotations, to figure out certain things that I wanted to talk about in this episode as well as the quotes. But yeah, uh, good luck on your guys' resolutions. I really, really hope that we succeed in them. Even though that I talked about things specifically about paddling, these questions can be for any type of goal that you are trying to achieve or any type of habit that you're trying to implement in your life. It's not just for paddleboarding. But anyways, thank you so much for listening and I will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.